0: Well hey there my friends, welcome into another episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast. Excited to share this episode with you to start the conversation around a new concept that I have discovered that I am super thrilled about and I think it's going to be a big game changer. Full disclosure, I'm still developing it but I'm so excited to talk about it. I had to talk about it with somebody and so I'm going to let you guys in on what I have been working on, show you a little bit around and, uh, and we'll go from there. So this episode it's going to be a little bit different, a little bit, you know, like, less formal. I'm not going to be looking at the camera as much. Um, and I'm going to be screen sharing. So look, if you are listening on your podcast app right now, I uh, I think it would be wise for you to close that, go to YouTube, type in my name, find this episode, and watch this one on YouTube instead of on the podcast. I appreciate the download, uh, but go see this one on YouTube because it's going to make a lot more sense. Now, if you want to listen first, that's fine. I'm going to try to be very uh, descriptive and all of that. But I would advise you, to actually go to YouTube and find this. I will, in the show notes, make a link available to this um, so that you can actually follow along if you want to do it that way. If you want to listen on audio and then just refer to a PDF, you can do that as well, or you can follow me on the screen. Either way, you're really going to need to be able to see what I'm looking at in order to catch what I am talking about, okay? So let me set this up first. So I was reading a book recently, and you will probably know the book as I say it. The book is called Good to Great by Jim Collins. Okay, so Jim Collins is a classic, uh, I, I should say modern classic, um, business author and writer, and Good to Great is one of the books that he is very well known for. If you've ever heard people talk about the hedgehog concept or um, concepts like a big, hairy, audacious goal, these are all concepts from Jim Collins' work, and he's a very highly regarded researcher um, in the business world. And he talks about in his book, Good to Great, the concept of a flywheel. Now, He did not develop this concept very much in that book, but he did create a follow-up monograph, which is basically like a mini book talking about how to turn the flywheel. And that's like nine bucks on Amazon. Highly recommend you get it. It is uh, a lot more detailed around the actual concept of a flywheel and building a flywheel in your business. Now, what I did, because when I saw this, I was like, okay, this is a big game changer. So what I did is take it and developed it even further. Now, let me just say this, and I'm, I'm you know, I read a lot of marketing books, okay? I, lo- I know a lot of the marketing material that is out there. I don't think I have ever stumbled across a concept this powerful. I've certainly never stumbled across this exact concept that I am working on formulating. And I kind of think that um, when, I, when I started developing this and coming across this, I had two thoughts. Thought number one was this kind of feels like the stuff that they don't share publicly. Like, um, you know, you ever get the feeling that when you're listening to a guru or watching a guru, uh, even reading books from a guru, you ever get the feeling that, like, sometimes they're holding something back that they're not telling you? When I discovered this, I almost felt like I found the thing that people were holding back. Um, beyond that, it could just be that people never thought about it in this way. And if that's the case, then, um, you know, I was excited to take the the essence of of the flywheel concept and develop it into something that I think is going to make a lot more sense from a marketing perspective. So, we're going to turn to our screen or to your PDF. I want to show this to you. Follow along with me and let me show you what we've got, okay? So, here we are. We are looking at this concept of a flywheel. We are actually looking at the flywheel for subscription web design, okay? So, you are in this flywheel right now, okay? Yes, you. You are in this flywheel right now. You are up here where it says podcast in blue at the very top, valuable motivational content inspires web designers to ditch the feast or famine cycle. So let me explain the different pieces of what we're working with from the inside to the outside. um, And then I'll go into more detail in that same way in just a moment. So the very inside here, what you're looking at is the process, okay? That's the process. As you start to move out, We've got the blue, okay, what I've written in blue, podcast, lead magnet, email marketing, sales page, community, and feedback, okay? Those are the vehicles, okay? So here you've got the process, and here you've got the vehicles that you're going to use to accomplish those different pieces of the process, okay? Then we move out and we look at the purple, okay? So purple are the phases, okay? So this is the phase that you are in whenever you are at different steps on the flywheel. The uh, I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to call this teal or aqua. I'm not real sure exactly what color that is, but that color right there, where it says promo and it says asset, down here it says funnel and retention, where you see OPS, that's ops, so it stands for opportunities. Um, in some cases, it could also stand for operations, uh, but in this case, it's going to stand for opportunities. And then uh, the last thing on here is the uh, checkboxes, okay? And so we have a checkmark. You could also have a checkmark that is yellow or you could have a yellow circle, okay? And um, that, just to kind of give you a little bit of a hint, if you look at my other business here, um, you can see the yellow uh, circle right there and the yellow checkmark right there, okay? I'm gonna bring this back up here. All right, so what are we looking at, okay? So, Jim Collins' book, and when he talks about the flywheel, essentially, he is referring to the process piece of it, okay? That's basically what he tells you how to do. Now, I wanted to overtly place this inside of a marketing framework, okay? And and let me just caveat that Jim's concept of the flywheel is almost... I want to say it, it It almost deals with larger business concerns. For example, he explained Amazon's flywheel, and at the top of Amazon's flywheel um, was lower costs on products. And the point was that lower costs on products would naturally lead to more people coming to the website to find the products. Uh, more people coming to the website to find the products means that more third-party merchants are going to want to sell the product. More third-party merchants selling the product means that there is a um, ability to drive product prices down. Uh, The next one based on that is to achieve economies of scale, which allows you to lower prices even more, right? So the idea is that inside of the process, there is an underlying logic, okay? When you start here, this flywheel, it's almost impossible not to move at least some people into the next phase of the flywheel, and then the next phase, and then the next phase. Now, this is not steps on a marketing plan. These are not action steps just put around a circle. That's not the point. The point is, is that this step leads naturally into this one. This step leads naturally into this one. This step feeds naturally into this one. And as you go around, the flywheel keeps turning faster and faster and faster and stronger and stronger and stronger. And um, so when you do that, You start to create a momentum in your business. Now, why is this important? Well, this is important because what most people do is go back to the drawing board when they find something is not working. And this leads to what Jim calls the doom cycle. Okay. And it's basically a backwards flywheel. And up here, it's basically like disappointing results lead to trying new strategies, which leads to, you know, more disappointing results and things are being scattered and nothing's working. And so it, this is what happens when you say, oh, well, I tried a podcast for three weeks and it didn't work, so let me start a blog. Well, I started a blog and I tried that for two months and that didn't work, so let me start a LinkedIn. Well, I tried LinkedIn for a few weeks and then I moved to, to YouTube, right? Um, the problem is when you do that, okay, when you do that, what it leads to is basically restarting the flywheel all over. So what Jim suggests is that, okay, well, if you just keep turning the same flywheel for a longer period of time, you are far more likely, and this is not just what he said, this is like, this is like one of the big findings from the research that he did on what he calls great companies in the book, um, is that the great companies are companies that have turned on and, and, and turned the, the flywheel for, for years and years and years, sometimes even decades, and eventually just reached this point where the flywheel just became unstoppable, okay? And, the point is that working within the context of the flywheel with a system that you know works because it's got an underlying logic, right? You don't have to guess whether podcasts work as a way to acquire a new business. There's plenty of evidence that that's the case. Just because you haven't figured that out yet doesn't mean that podcasts don't work. It means you haven't given enough time or there's some things that you need to change to get better at it, right? So you need to pick something that you like to do and that works for you in your business and that is... um based on a logical flywheel that makes sense and you can then go further with it so there are a couple key things about the flywheel that I noticed okay number one is that this top one whether it's an education-based flywheel like this one or maybe you have a networking-based flywheel or um, maybe it's based on on you know like product based so it's it's actually like you're lowering, lowering your prices um this first step right here Almost always is something that attracts people to the business. Okay, and again, this is we're we're now leaving the insights that uh, where Jim left off, and I'm now picking up. Okay, I, I looked at this and I said, okay, there's an opportunity here, and it's not that I'm the first person to think about a marketing flywheel. Um, but all the ones that I've seen online are just really like vague. It, it's really unclear what you're doing with them, and so my idea here was to make something that you could latch onto and actually use. Okay. So, again, this right here is is typically going to be something, whether it's again education or low prices or just whatever, this is going to be an attractor to the business. Okay. This is going to bring people in. For me, what's awesome is, and you'll notice I have check marks here on subscription web design. I have a plan and a process that just works over and over again. Really, to keep this flywheel moving, the big thing that I have to do is um, always have a new podcast episode that comes out every week. That's thing number one. And then thing number two, is just make sure that I'm always, you know, bringing in new lead magnets that are helpful for people. And the last one got me by about a year. Uh, The current one I'm using, I'm probably going to try to run it for about a year. and Maybe I'll change another one or or add another one. But you see, what would not be wise here is just to randomly start trying other things, like throwing Facebook ads and stuff and just trying bunches of other traffic sources. And, well, we're going to do a webinar strategy. Now, webinars aren't bad, and I'll actually show you where some of that could potentially fit in, okay? The point is to keep everything in the context of the overall marketing plan. This is the fifty thousand foot view right i can uh, I can look at this, I can look at this and I can say at any point, I can see where my business is from a fifty thousand foot view and how anything else that I want to do fits into this without compromising the flywheel and actually keeps the flywheel spinning further and faster, extending the flywheel rather than creating a brand new one okay so that's the Logic behind the process. Okay. Now let's move to the phases real quick. Okay. Education, higher education, indoctrination, conversion, immersion, and observation. Okay. This is my business. Yours might be something totally different than this. Okay. Notice that for North Mac, um, over here, these are the same. We have education, higher education, indoctrination, and conversion. But then over here, instead of obse- uh, immersion and observation, we have satisfaction and promotion, right? Here is where I want to make sure customers are satisfied and I want to give them tools and opportunities and things to say to promote me via word of mouth, okay? Over here, because the important thing is that valuable motivational content inspires web designers to ditch the feast or famine cycle, what I need is continually, I need content ideas, okay? And so what's interesting is over here, when I get people immersed in my community, I look and I see how my community members grow, and how they're successful, and the questions that they're asking, and the successes that they've achieved based on taking my ideas and implementing them in their business. And that becomes new content for the podcast that inspires web designers to dish the feast of famine cycle, which then leads to more lead magnet downloads, which leads to them being in the email list. and So you see how it's an ever-perpetuating cycle that can only get stronger over time with consistency. If nothing else, this is a way to see how your marketing efforts can pay off over time. It's like you're seeing the possibilities of the end result before you do it to keep you motivated to keep on going. Now, so we talked about the phases. So in my case, this is education and, and higher education and indoctrination. And I like for these to end with an ION just because, it, I don't know, First, you don't have to do that. That's not the gospel. But to me, it just keeps everything uh, in line. And there are lots of other ideas that you could apply to this as well that I will expand upon uh, potentially in future episodes. For now, I just wanted you to be able to see uh, what is possible um, as one uh, option. And so you might have, um, in fact, let's just, let's just, uh, let's look at this. So here's another thing. I have this pulled up. I have some other things that I'm working on here. Um, let's look at this. I'm working on this business plan for a um, um, a uh, particular business doing music, uh, giving music lessons. And so, you know, here's where we have, uh presentation there's there's only five steps on this flywheel presentation education conversion immersion uh promotion right and so this is an entirely different experience altogether than uh the other one and of course, I have other examples as well so uh, again there's lots of different things you could do here there's no specific framework. The understanding is though that you need to understand at these different places on the flywheel what phase of the business. Are people at are you educating them is that what you're doing if this is um if this is uh a networking uh, like maybe you start up here with networking then you might not be doing education up here you might be doing like and this is kind of a funny spy sounding word but you might actually be doing something more like infiltration right you might be uh regularly infiltrating in facebook groups or in your chamber of commerce or, or whatever and the point is is that as long as you have um you are infiltrating different groups of people that you can help uh via um instead of a podcast right here you might have networking events then that's a perfectly acceptable way of doing it but just remember that you're now limited when you think about your flywheel like if that's what you're going to do if you're going to do networking then uh unless the kind of networking you're doing it invites people into your podcast then your podcast is probably not your vehicle for that and doing a podcast might be a distraction okay um You shouldn't be thinking about doing a podcast until you have a regular, steady rhythm and routine of networking. And again, it's not just about this. It's about, okay, well, what is is a result that's almost inevitable if I network? And if if I talk to five new people on any given week, do I think I can get one of them to move into whatever that next phase is? And just et cetera, et cetera, right? Putting the logic together for the flywheel. And so, you know, in my case, it's really simple. This is an education model business. And so this is the flywheel that you're in right now. Many of you listen to my podcast. Some of you go check out my lead magnets. A few of you that get my lead magnets don't you know, unsubscribe to my email marketing. Actually, most of you don't unsubscribe to my email marketing. And so you hear my emails and or read my emails. And so this is where I indoctrinate you. And by indoctrination, again, another funny sounding word, but it basically just means I'm inviting you into my worldview. I'm inviting you to see the world through the lens of subscription web design, the way that I see the world, okay? Nothing wrong about that. Then we come down here into the conversion phase. So this is where I have an offer. This is my $1 uh, price of least resistance offer that compels, if you're an action taker, it will compel you to give you uh, an opportunity to try the mentorship program. Once you're in my community, my goal is to immerse you. I want to immerse you into the group coaching calls, into my student center, Um, into more things that I create, more content. I want you to become an evangelist for me. Like I want to immerse you in my community and cause uh, accountability and retention to happen so that you grow, so that you get better. And then what I want to do is uh, get feedback and observe you in the observation phase, okay? So, and that, of course, naturally leads to getting more content for the podcast. And then the, the, the flywheel starts over. So this flywheel is working. To consistently grow this business, if you look at my month over month, this business has consistently, month over month, brought in more business than the last month. And there have been some months even where it, like, it it jumped quite a little bit. Um, and that's amazing. And that's the point. It's not an overnight thing. What happens is, and this is how Jim puts it in the book, what happens is over time, these businesses start to feel like an overnight success because they did one thing and they did one thing well. Um... And uh, I think this is very powerful. Okay, the last thing that I want to talk to you about here with this is, uh, well, maybe the second to last thing. Okay, is again these guys here the opportunities? Okay, and so what's neat is if you look at these phases, and um, in my let's see, in my North Mac one, I only have um, opportunities at these four. Um, for oops, for subscription web design, I uh, I actually have them at all six. Okay. So all the way around the flywheel. And this is where your business development happens, okay? In the sense of this is how you get better. This is how you grow. This is how you evaluate what's working and what's not working. So what I noticed is that, well, like, okay, so I I had the thought, like, okay, assuming we do this, how do we know, like, where we can add, like, new initiatives? Like, how do we try new things? How do we fix it when things are broken? And I came up with this idea of opportunity. So as I began to look around the flywheel, I thought, you know, there is opportunities between education and higher education. And then to be more specific between podcasts and lead magnets, there's opportunities between lead magnets and email marketing. There's opportunities between email marketing and and sales page or indoctrination and conversion, right? There's opportunities on and on around. I thought, okay that means there's opportunities for extending and expanding, which is again, how Jim Collins uses the language of the flywheel, um, extending and expanding, or I would even say iterating on the current flywheel. And so, uh, just for some examples between podcast and lead magnet, well, these look to me like asset opportunities. So since we're, since we're educating here, what I can do is actually, I can create more educational assets out of other ones that I create. So I could take podcast transcripts and lead magnets and put them together, and turn them into a book. See that? Now I have a book that I can sell, place on Amazon, and use as lead magnets into my programs. See? I have assets there. Now what about between um, higher education and indoctrination? So what can I do between a lead magnet and an email marketing? Because you think, well, there's no opportunities there, right? Because after somebody gets a lead magnet, they go right into email marketing. Not true. Because between the lead magnet and the email marketing is a thank you page. And if you only knew, if you only knew the people I've heard talk about what I've heard them talk about, that they've been able to accomplish from a thank you page in terms of upselling customers, it's incredible, right? So I could on my thank you page lead magnets, or my lead magnets for my thank you page, I could create free trial opportunities there and just all kinds of other special offers just on my thank you page. By the way, you can do all this too. I'm just, I'm showing you this because if you're listening to this podcast, or watching this podcast, like, you're in this right now. And so this is just a really helpful way, I think, for you to see this. But so there's opportunities there. Well, in between email marketing and conversion, at this point, if you're in my email list, then I own uh, own your email as a traffic source, okay? I don't have to pay Google for you anymore. I don't have to pay Facebook for you anymore or any of that, okay? I can send you emails, and you may or may not get them, but I can send you emails. And if that's the case, then this is where I can introduce other sales funnels to upsell you into other different programs that I have Um, I can do special offers. You could call this offer opportunities here as well. Lots that I could do there to get somebody to move from just being an email subscriber to being a customer. Again, the primary way that we're doing this is with this $1 price of least resistance offer on the sales page. But again, in between the email marketing and the sales page, there's other opportunities that I can use to funnel you in there. So as long as I have this that is working, when I work on this, I'm not taking away from the flywheel. I'm integrating it in and I'm figuring out what works, okay? Okay, so what about over here? Um, oh, oh, by the way, just to be clear, like this over here, Funnel Ops, this is where I could add a webinar. Let's say that I uh, have whatever, a particular event coming up or whatever, and, and I, would like to, um, I would like to invite my email subscribers into a uh, webinar to try to increase my sales on any given month or something. Well, that's where I could go ahead and do this to improve that uh, conversion. Uh, maybe just over time, I'm finding that not enough people are taking this $1 uh, offer. And not enough people are coming in and not enough people are staying after they trial. And so that's where I can look at maybe some different offers here that would be more compelling. But at least I'm working from a framework now. I'm not just guessing at different things. I can see it all happen in front of me and I can pick and choose where to work on next. Over here, so retention. So after somebody becomes a customer and in the period of time when they're in my community and they're being immersed, there are different opportunities that I have right here to um, uh, get uh, people to stay. Right, so it's in subscription economies. It's a really big deal to get people to stick around and increase their lifetime value. And it's like, I want you guys. If you come into my community, I want you to be there forever. Right, so I have to to do things to make it more and more compelling uh, for you to be able to stick around and keep spending your hard earned dollars with me. And I expect, or I respect that and appreciate that. And uh, you expect great things from me. And so this is where we can use those opportunities to to make that happen over here between immersion and observation. This is where I have the opportunity to ascend people, okay? So maybe I create a coaching product that is one-on-one, okay? This is where people who are already in my community might want to come join this one-on-one coaching product. So this is where the ascension happens, okay? And then finally, over here are my promo opportunities. So in between observation and education, what I have right here are current happy customers that I am observing and using their feedback to help grow the podcast. What kind of promo opportunities exist there between observation and education? Well, the one that I could think is the most obvious is what happens if one of my students also has a podcast? I could go be a guest on their podcast or I could create some social media post assets that people who just want to share the community of subscription web design with others could actually post on their social media. So lots of things that I could do that stay within the context of the overall flywheel. Now, the last thing I want to say here, and then we'll wrap up for this week. This has been a longer episode, but I'm very excited about this. The last thing here is how do you know what to work on next? So Mike McCallowitz wrote a fantastic book called Fix This Next, and he bases it on what he calls basically the uh, business hierarchy of needs. Okay, that's fine. What's interesting, though, and, and by the way, I highly recommend it. Go read that book. It's really good. We can do something similar here, though. Because what's interesting is that you need to, like, because the flywheel works on a particular logic, this step, step one leads to step two, leads to step three, leads to step four as a natural consequence. Okay. Because of that, we know that we need to work clockwise throughout the flywheel to optimize it. And so, again, you have um, in the current iteration that I have of this, you have a yellow circle, a yellow checkmark, and a green checkmark. Okay. A green checkmark means We're firing on all cylinders around the thing and nothing needs to be changed to make the business healthy, okay? In other words, if I just, like subscription web design is, thank God, right now, a healthy business. It's constantly growing. We have a good conversion rate. We have a good community. Um, Not that everything's perfect, but it's healthy, okay? When your business is healthy, this is where you can start looking to your opportunities. Okay. When your business is healthy, you can now look at your opportunities and start looking at your numbers and say, well, okay, I'd like to see what it would look like to get more conversions. We can start testing that. Maybe we tweak the sales page a little bit, or we tweak the emails a little bit. Or maybe we have good website traffic, but not enough lead magnet downloads. And so then we can go over here and we can start looking at asset opportunities and we can start, you know, looking at some things to actually go in and well, how can we get more people to download our lead magnets? We can make the lead magnets more. Prominent on the website, or we could add multiple lead magnets, you know, we could add a a few more. So, those are the kind of things that we could do. Okay. Now, again, we're working clockwise around and we're saying, okay, so what if we had a yellow, right? What if my, uh, right? What if my lead magnet was a yellow check mark instead? Why would I have put a yellow check mark there? Well, as I was putting this together, I would have put a, yellow check mark there instead of a uh, green one, if I had probably one lead magnet that wasn't doing any good. Like people weren't downloading that lead magnet every day. If I was only getting one or two downloads a week, I would have a problem. And so I would look to troubleshoot that. I would say, well, is the problem that the lead magnet is not prominent enough? Is the problem that it's not compelling enough? Do I need to change the headline? Do I need to change, you know, do I need to change the copy? Do I need what do I need to change? to make that lead magnet work better? Or do I need to add additional lead magnets? Like in some businesses, you just kind of know that you need additional lead magnets for different things. And so there's something broken there. So I would have probably put a yellow check mark for that. Now, if I had no lead magnets whatsoever, or basically a lead magnet that got zero downloads, I would have put a yellow circle, okay? And so the goal, again, in my current thinking on this, the goal is to work clockwise around the flywheel First illuminating yellow circles and turning them into yellow check marks. At least then you're making progress. And then going around again one by one and working on things until you have got a yellow um, or a, a green check mark all the way around, at which point you can breathe, okay? You can breathe. And then you can start looking at your numbers in different areas and testing and tweaking, okay? So right now, this is just full disclosure, right? For me right now, if I'm looking at my, my North Mac flywheel, Um, oops, Ah, let's fix that. Excuse me, looking at my uh, North Mac flywheel. Um, We have, uh, we're doing good in education and in email marketing and in um, contact methods and conversions. Um, But we have some things that we need to fix. So um, we need to fix our word of mouth strategy. Okay, I want to make a more intentional word of mouth strategy. Okay, boom. So we're going to work clockwise around the flywheel. That's the next thing. Okay, we're going to fix that. The next thing we're going to do is come over here and fix my lead magnet problem. My lead magnet problem is I have good lead magnets that I know get downloads, um, but they're not prominent enough on the website. I know they get downloads because when I run traffic to them via ads, they get downloaded a lot more um, than through my organic traffic. And so um, it, they're not really that obvious on the website right now. Uh, one of them is, but still not really. I need to make them better. And then, of course, the review funnel. So I've got things that I want to do here, which I just want to get more consistent about and make some tweaks too, okay? So I'm just going to go around and turn everything green. Once everything is green, then I move into my expansion as I start to think about the business. So this is how you think about designing a business that's going to work for you um, and a marketing plan that's going to work for you without being scatterbrained. So I know this was almost over 30 minutes now um, as I'm looking at my time here. I might cut some of that out, but um, yeah, basically around 30 minutes and a little bit longer than usual. But I hope you can see with this first look just how powerful this concept is. And I hope it's something that, you can take and use to grow your business starting uh, right now. I mean, I see no reason why you can't go ahead and move into this and start working from the flywheel. Um, gives you that 30,000-foot view on your business that everything else sort of fits into, and I think it's going to be a very powerful concept for you. God bless. You guys take care. See you on the next episode of Subscription Web Design. Hey, friends, just a quick heads up as we close out today's episode. So there's this event coming up I'm really excited about. It's the Simply Profitable Designer Summit. It's all about finding new, practical ways to make our web design businesses more profitable and honestly, more enjoyable. I'll be there sharing some insights and I've got some fresh perspectives to share that I think you'll find really valuable, especially if you're into making your income more predictable, as I know many of you are. Plus, there's going to be a bunch of other speakers who are absolutely brilliant at what they do. And here's the best part. It's totally free to attend. So you can get all of this information and action and inspiration without leaving your desk or even your couch. So if you're interested, just head over to subscriptionwebdesign.com slash summit to get your ticket. Subscriptionwebdesign.com slash summit. It's a great opportunity for us to learn some new strategies together. Oh yeah, I'll be there too. And maybe even shake things up a little bit in our businesses. I really hope to see you there.